BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Why do you do it with a southern accent? I don't know, because this is... I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any good explanation for that. Like, you're not a granddaddy. Granddaddy? Granddaddy. I don't know. I just feel like everyone involved is. But they're not. Connecticut ain't in the south. Not in their world, it's not. Nah. I mean... It's WrestleMania time. You gotta be. You gotta be amped. You gotta be excited. You gotta be. Do I? Do I be? Do I? Do I be? Do I gotta be? Ah, uh, feels like WWE isn't. So why should I? I'm after this week. I don't even know how to feel anymore. Should we be excited for wrestling? Should we? I, I'm not. Should how I be? Can you not be. You gotta be excited. Do I? I don't have to be anything. You're not. You're not. You're not my supervisor. I'm. I'm not. I am in fact the opposite of that. <laughs> wait a minute that's not true i supervise you on things all the time go to hell leave me alone what am i doing on this channel oh uh, and this week of all weeks i watched all all of the things well okay not all the things i watched wwe and aew all of the not even all of their things but most oh. of the things that matter he didn't watch impact he didn't watch new japan he didn't watch <laughs> i saw i saw a graphic for mlw just before this and they, they look scary and then i looked at who was on the card and i was like oh they're, they're, no <laughs> everybody everybody's this. scary everybody's scary on the internet yeah a little scary scary internet people except you know ec3 what? i'm less scared of him and just more like oh, perplexed God. he's such a goofus did you read that that yes. uh, AMA? Yes, I did. I did read so the AMA. I did. I did a whole bunch of recapping on my Twitter, and I would take those the answer. And some of them were funny, granted, yeah. and then some of yeah. them were like him being trolly, and then some of them were just like, oh, they just kept hammering him on that eighty-eight comment that he made. I mean, it's, it's here's absurd. the thing: his explanation for the eighty-eight comment is stupid as hell. Uh, or he is one of the dumbest human beings on the planet, which might also just be true. Because All things can be true. Smart. Like him, him pretending to have no idea about that association, which is, which is fine. Like, I believe that a lot of people don't know that association, uh, which is good. That's a sign of good things. Um, but he seems just very, very dumb. Like a normal person might question that, but stupid. Stupid. It was very strange. You know what's not stupid, by the way? Tossing a thumbs up on this video. It's also not stupid at all if you want to leave a comment and subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. People don't even know the name of the show. I mean, it's on the... If you're watching the video... I didn't even the say it. Because does it matter? Who? What? What? what it's, no. You know what? The new name of the show? Tim and Joel call EC3 a dum-dum. That's the new show. Every single week, we're going to start with EC3's kind of a dum-dum. Well, no, because it's because it's been another week. We have to call this WrestleMania. Tim and Joel call it the ring. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot about branding. That's right. Uh, by the way, you can brand us with your super chats. You can go over, support us here at Fightful Overbooked. Yeah, brand us. That's right. Grab branding iron. Just... It's not a feature of the... You can give us money. I will gladly accept it, but it will not lead to me acquiring a brand of any sort. <laughs> it supports us. 
it gets your name out there. We appreciate it when you do. By the way, speaking of getting your name out there, we have a Discord. It finally happened, Tim. We finally, we got beat into submission by the fans for months and months. They were just poking us and prodding us and branding us with their super chats being like, hey, we want a Discord. And we were like, fine, we'll make a Discord. So we we took the Tim and Joel Discord and we made an overbooked, Fightful overbooked Discord. If you go over to the link in the description of the video on YouTube, you can find it. You can join us. We'd love to have you. We talk wrestling. We talk non-wrestling. We talk everything. Sometimes Tim and I even pop up there. Sometimes. Sometimes. When the wrestling's good. When I can watch the wrestling live, which is rare. They can't, I mean, I don't know, they, they, wrestling happens at like times where I'm doing things with other human people outside of my apartment. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? I, why? Why? That's a bad time to put things on the TV. But I, I don't know. Maybe not. Apparently, it's also Final Four during WrestleMania this year, or at least it has been in the past. This is this is young boy basketball in America times. Yes, is that the NCAA this is? tournament. This is yeah, probably one of the biggest tournaments give, of the year. Uh, holy hell about uh, unpaid college athletes. <laughs> I mean, now they get name, image, and likeness, and they can get those uh, those sponsorship deals, right? Cool. Their name, image, and likeness can be in a video game when they're 18, 19. Like, weird. So weird. Weird culture. It's we fine. Probably, we should probably talk about wrestling before people start asking if this is uh, FMC. And before I you know, start really crapping on their other fandoms, which I have no right to do. It's fine <laughs> if you like college sports. I don't care. It's, it's not for me. <laughs> Where do you want to start? We there's a lot to talk about. Uh, is there? There is a lot to talk about. Nothing. None of it. it well, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. There's some, some positive. Some interesting stuff, stuff happened. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So where do you want to start? Uh, let's quickly rattle through Raw. Uh, Stone Cold Kevin Steen or Amazing. Kevin Steenston. I don't know. I was trying to put, think of a clever thing for that, but there's nothing, which is a shame because I feel like there, there's something there, but I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Uh, it was badass. Uh, I liked the trolling. And the crowd shots were the most interesting crowd shots I've seen on WWE television in what feels like forever. Because the outrage, the outrage and the heartbreak on their faces was so good. Like just delectable. Uh, That one guy really looked like he wanted to murder Kevin Owens, which is like, yes, it's very funny to get that invested. Some really, yeah, some really good trolling from KO. They've done this before with uh, with other wrestlers. They did it with HPK in Montreal with uh, Bret Hart. They, and you know what? From one Canadian to another, to do it that way, perfect. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was, it was one a of good my little clap back and another Texan too. So that, you know, it's good. It's a good little yeah. slap back. Really, um, really good stuff. I feel like they just, yeah, I don't know. That that is one thing though. Like I feel like we're circling around an awful lot in wrestling. Like I get that it's tough to write original things, but like the recycling by both companies lately has been a lot. Yeah, I I said this. Uh, I say this on hits and misses, hits and misses drops. I think tomorrow morning it should start doing Mondays now. Uh, the KO Austin thing is so good in so many ways, including the fact that. Remember Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 31, where Undertaker was nowhere to be found. They, he was not anywhere, yeah, not part of the himself. build at all. So it was all Bray building the the whole thing. The whole feud was built on Bray Wyatt. Promo after promo after promo. And some weeks hit, some weeks didn't. Uh, but either way, it was all on him. And this is similar. You got yeah. Austin doing a few media appearances here and there, but and maybe dropping a few videos. But on the weekly shows themselves, it's KO, and he's absolutely doing a great job on this, and I love I mean, it. Yeah, you, you, it's obvious why. Like, he's just the easiest, most correct choice for this. Like, if anyone has to build something with a legend who's not going to be there week to week, he's the guy to do it, and he's nailing it. Like, Stone Cold does his little video, and he uses that to tremendous effect. Like, he's done a, a great job with it. So, I have a very important question for you. Mm. Now, we know that Seth is currently trying to find his way to WrestleMania. We have yes, someone else who's trying to find growing to very unhinged, very unhinged about it. He's he's throwing things around. He's we'll talk he's about that. Hold on, getting the there. most FaceTime on we'll Raw. There. Hold on, we're getting there. Uh Omos wants an opponent for WrestleMania as well. And if the rumors are to be believed, we won't give spoilers. Go to FightfulSelect.com and it's all in there. It's all the information of who it is and whether or not they're 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 ready to go and what's going on there. Uh it's all there. Go to FightfulSelect.com. Uh 
what do you think? Omos, should this be a, a breakout match for Omos? Or is this an opportunity for the opponent to look good? Like, what are we doing here? Like, okay, let's just spoil it now. It's Hulk Hogan. No, it's not. Uh, it's thank not you. Hulk. It's Goldberg. Oh, my God. No, that, would be, that would be interesting. <laughs> oh. And I picked up this seven foot 400 pound brother and i, I would nope. <laughs> i would love to see hulk hogan versus omos where omos just goes into business for himself you know <laughs> like, that's a good match that's a wrestlemania quality match that's true i am absolutely <laughs> just straight shoot um i don't know all i'm saying about that is that the the word dominator has been thrown around a lot and there's a few people in the wwe who still use a move that is called the dominator so yeah get yourself ready i'm excited if it's the person that they're saying it's going to be uh if it's going to you know veer then i'm going to be i'm going to really enjoy that match (laughs) didn't know veer did the dominator but here we are oh man no they set the date for veer we know when veer is going to come Yes, so the the date for Veer supposedly is April 4th, the night after WrestleMania. And my favorite part of all this are the people memeing on top of it saying, oh, uh, BT Dubs, uh, they didn't say what year that was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, you trolls, you're trying to troll the trolls, good stuff. But wait, wait a minute. Veer's first match, what if it's against Omos? It won't be. But it's the ultimate meme match. People have to do it. No, because both of them will be kept strong because Omos will probably be win the Royal Rumble this year. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> there is no there is no April 4th in which we can get away with this. It's going to be Friday, April 4th, 2172. <laughs> Veer will have been cryogenically frozen from this point forward in order to keep him alive until then. I feel like it, I can't even guess who Veer's first opponent would be because I don't even know who's on which roster. <laughs> Anymore. It'll be a squash. It'll be a squash. Yeah, yeah. I know. It'll so be... I'm trying to think of the jobbers on on the Raw roster, but I, I can't keep I can't keep it straight anymore. I don't know who's on Raw and who's on it'll, SmackDown. It'll be Chad Gable. No, and then after no, no, the no. match, Chad Gable's selling let, T-shirts. He ain't a jobber no more. Let me finish. It'll be Chad Gable. Veer's going to defeat Chad Gable, and then Gable Stevenson's going to make his debut on Monday Night Raw, and he's going to come out and be like, "You can't have the same first name as me. Your new name." is Lil G. And then he'll be like, oh, that's much better than Shorty G. But it's not. <laughs> oh, boy. No, Gable, Gable's at WrestleMania, right? He's already he already ruined his own surprise. Actually, someone in the chat says T-Bar, and that probably makes the most sense. That, that versus is perfectly T-bar. correct. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the absolutely. guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably... Or it could be Ziggler like it always is. I see that in the chat, too. Oh. Ziggler... Ziggler always gets the uh, the first crack Look, at the new piece. I think we can all agree there's a lot of losers on Raw. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. Our truth isn't a loser. He's in the chat here. Yeah, well, <sighs> then it's back. Tazawa. I don't know. What do you want? Tazawa, Gulak, take any one of the the 24-7 gang and just squish him. Well, I'll tell you who it's not going to be. It's not going to be Seth Rollins, at least as far as we no, know. Absolutely. And it's not going to be AJ Styles. No. And AJ Styles has his match against Edge, but not before we had Seth Rollins come out and be like, I want the match. I want to revisit my claims to glory versus edge. And I'm just like, why are we still doing this? I like it. I like that. Now it's just become a meme. Like Seth's just going to challenge everyone. He's going to challenge the women's tag champs this coming week and be like, I can go to WrestleMania. If I beat the women's tag champions, he's going to challenge his own wife. He's going to challenge Becky Lynch to a raw women's championship match. It's going to be, it's going to be Seth Rollins versus Bianca at WrestleMania. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I've come around. I enjoy that. I wish there that it is. Happening. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I do find it funny that they're just they're finding a way to just create main events for the Raws leading up to WrestleMania without actually building anything <laughs> for the Mania match. Like, it, it's good. Like, I, I am enjoying it. I like you're getting like WrestleMania quality matches from Seth Rollins all along the way, although he keeps losing, which is, you know, not ideal. I guess it's warming him up to lose at Mania too. So there's, um, I don't know. I I love that they're doing this kind of trolley thing with Seth going after everyone. I also don't mind that. Um, it, it's okay. The Cody thing. Let's just we'll, we'll, mm. I, everyone's sick of talking about Cody, but very quickly, if this is leading to Seth and Cody, we'll talk about what's going to happen this week on raw coming up. Uh, and this isn't a spoiler. It's just what's already out there. 
if they're trying to do this kind of like the CM Punk debut, where it's like the worst kept secret in wrestling, but it's going to happen and people know about it and people get excited. People are excited about it every week going into Raw. The problem has been, um, not the problem, but the difference has been nobody's teasing it on TV. AEW didn't tease Punk on TV until Punk was coming to TV. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, whereas WWE has made those little things, and maybe it's because of the fans getting into their own brains, uh, they've kind of forced themselves to think, oh, Cody's showing up in Miami, Cody's showing up in Jacksonville, Cody's showing up in Chicago, Cody's showing up in Pittsburgh this week. You know, wh- when when does Cody show up? But people keep watching. I don't think they need to do anything. I don't even think he needs to. I don't think they need to set the match this week. It could be Vince McMahon's mystery opponent versus he's like Seth Rollins. I got you, and then you know. Like, I, I don't care how they do it. I think leaving Cody to debut on Mania is fine if they want to do that. I have no issue with that. Uh, it does mean Rollins loses, which means they've just been spending these weeks kind of warming you up to, to the idea that Seth Rollins is now a loser. Um, the and- best part, Rollins loses, and then Rollins is still put into that fatal five-way for the WWE Championship after Absolutely. Mania for, Absolutely. for WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what's going to happen. But, like... I, you know, I, I don't have a big issue with it. I think it's, I think it's fine. I think that the teasing only really works to the people in the know who are going to be upset about, you know, no matter what you do, they'll be upset about something. And for the kids who are their target audience, it's going right over their heads. So, and that, and that's the thing too. I think we get into our own brains about like the the people who comment on wrestling on Twitter and show up at the post shows and call into the post shows and send their, you know, whatever their, their emails to the post shows, they automatically assume that this is what all wrestling fans are are talking about or are after they're all upset or they're all as interested as they No, I mean, most of the people watching the shows are just kind of like you and I mindlessly watching and enjoying it or not enjoying it. The only difference is you and I then go on a podcast on Sunday. Yeah. Then you make me talk about it. (laughs) But it's not so bad. I'm not telling you to be like analytical, like deep dive into this shit. You wouldn't get, you wouldn't convince me to be anyway. Like, look, I had to go rewatch Becky's, uh, uh, promo this morning because I knew it was decent. Um, You're welcome by the way. Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's cause I was cleaning my apartment while it was on. I'm not that fixed. I can't sit down and watch this because like the match, especially WWE, like the stuff that's happening isn't that I don't find it that engaging. Like the matches are largely repetitive by very talented people, but I, I'm here for the main, for the, the premium live events. Like that's, that's what I care about. Literally nothing else. The week to week, like, and the packages do such an expert job of just like putting it all together before the match that like, yeah. you know, if I didn't talk about it every week, I'd probably just watch the premium live events. <laughs> So Which, like, just get used to, like, it, it's very funny, because, like, I heard um, Wade uh, on NXT mention premium live event, and I was just like, it still, it still hits the ear funny, but, like, there's no, it's hard to criticize, because, like, pay-per-view is just as stupid. Like, that wouldn't have been, you, you that wouldn't really feel as special if it, you just hadn't heard it for, you know, 40 years, like, yeah. or 30, 40 years, so, nah. and, Like, and so it, this it's is, fine. This is I'm, a good I'm, build. I'm going to bring this up real quick and then we'll talk about AJ Styles and uh, and Seth Rollins. Uh, Elliot's saying most of the audience like us that's on Twitter don't go to WWE shows anymore. And there's a certain truth to that. And I think yeah, I this think... is, but this is equally interesting to note. I was talking to the, uh, the guy who deals with all the WWE VIP stuff, like at the house shows and everything. He's one of the guys who, uh, uh, who, who puts together the VIP packages. And he was telling me there are over 150 VIPs, going to tonight's WWE show in Toronto. That show yeah. is sold out. And that show like the fans have been waiting for that for this house show, a house show. They've been waiting to go to the show for over 2 years. It just got postponed back in December because of Omicron. So now they're finally doing it tonight. They did the show in Kitchener, which is like a 2-hour drive I think uh, outside of uh, Toronto or something like that. Kitchener? No, Kitchener is not that far. It's Waterloo, it's 45 minutes. It's, anyway. Yeah, I was about to say uh, I, I always forget Kitchener and Kingston. Kingston is a three-hour drive. Anyway, yeah. uh, the point is, like, the shows are, they're selling out. Like, th- th- some of the house shows are selling out, and Toronto's a major market. People are going. It's still, it's the circus. It's a family-friendly experience. Family. I mean, you know, again, <laughs> I have my opinions about that, but it's fine. Um, I don't think, yeah. I don't think a lot of the TV content is necessarily family-friendly. I agree with you there. But I think if you go to a house show and you're just watching the matches, um, I'm not saying yeah. bring your three-year-olds, but like if your eight-year-old goes and you can explain to your eight-year-old that like 
this is not this is play fighting this isn't real don't do this then it's more family friendly than i can guarantee you it's gonna it's gonna get done though that's the thing 100 percent. the child who did it but yeah that's the thing kids are dumb this is what we this is what kids do i did it too we just it, the it, it's up it's up to the parents to fully understand yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah and that's the thing. like i'm not going to that house show because i don't give a crap about house shows um and i like i went to one wwe show had to sit in uh the bleachers you know, the the very high the nosebleeds um it was survivor series where where goldberg squashed lesnar in a minute I and was i was just like too. and i was just well yeah but i didn't enjoy it i was just like <laughs> why would i pay this much money to not see or hear anything, have no commentary, and just watch it on a screen anyway. Because I don't care about the crowd experience, whereas I get that's what you're paying for. But same thing with MMA. Like, unless I can sit real close, I don't care to go. Like, it's not better than on TV for me. So Now, how much did you pay for those tickets? Do you remember? I don't remember, and I might not have paid. <laughs> so I, I, I got tickets the day of. This was Survivor Series 2016. Uh, I got tickets the day of a single ticket for $40 and I was sitting in row seven in section one something. So like I was very close, but I was right at the stage because I had production seats. Yeah. Right? So you know, next, they open up next time sections. they swing by, you can be my Sherpa and get me into a place that doesn't suck. Cause I'm not, I, can always I think it was guy. like 80 or 90 bucks. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> this is not worth it. I spent more money on the NXT takeover Toronto tickets that weekend because I yeah. wanted to get a good seat. And then I didn't because I didn't know the hard camera trick that I tell everyone else to do. I was sitting opposite hard camera, so I just looked at ass all night. When AOP won the Dusty Cup, I was staring at AOP's ass the entire time. Yeah, I didn't like it either, pal. It's very funny. Yeah. Anyway. So, like, I don't. So, so Seth Rollins and AJ Styles have a pretty good match that ends in DQ because, of course, of it course. does. But yeah. I don't care about that. I care more about the end of that, where Seth goes absolutely nuts and goes into like a fit and just starts wrecking everything and saying everything's bullshit. I love I'm going to destroy all the things that get destroyed every week. Then they'll listen to me. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> yeah. It was a good yeah. time. I, I really like it. Uh, we'll find out this week. So apparently on Twitter, uh, Seth put up a, a screen screenshot, quote unquote, of Vince saying, hey, we're going to have a meeting in my office on Monday at 9 a.m. about your WrestleMania plans. Uh, so I want Seth to come out on Monday night and be like, I'm the host of WrestleMania. And then everyone just be like, oh, no, Cody. And then Cody comes out night one of WrestleMania. So, oh, my God, it happened. So anyway, that's what I'd I want. be fine. I'd be totally fine with that. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it trolls you one last time on the way there. We're going to bridge into SmackDown because yeah. I think it's important that we discuss the thumbnail. And that is the WrestleMania plan. There is a poster on Reddit who is apparently verified uh, as, as, as a, a verified scoopster. And he said that uh, part of the plans right now, and they are subject to change, include KO and Austin headlining night one. And Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey no longer on top of that card. Now it can change. Yep. But as it stands right now, would you prefer to see KO show and night one? Depends how they do it. Like, I think, yeah, you could do it in a way that is, I'm much more interested in that than I am in Ronda versus Charlotte. So I'd be fine with it, but it really comes down to how they do it. Because like, I don't, I don't know how you make a talk show feel like a close, like, how do you, you know, do the WWE last shot of the night logo with the copyright comes up like what what is that with stone cold and ko in a talk show i assume it's stone cold just smashing beers after he kicked his ass but like he's got to kick his ass real special like you know it can't be the same thing that we've seen literally like every second year since he's yeah. retired like and that's, that's the thing different it does have to be different. He he was on the uh, the Rich Eisner show or Rich Eisen. Uh, sorry, my brain doesn't remember. He looked Jack, baby. He looked real good. It looks like he's ready to go, and that was great. But uh, the the question becomes, you know, do we get Stone Cold who comes out wearing the vest and the shorts and the knee braces, or do we get Stone Cold who comes out wearing the vest and the black trunks? And the knee braces, or do we get Stone Cold who comes out in a t-shirt and jeans? Jeans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking like he's going to, you know, give you a stunner, do the beers, and go home. 
that's the thing like i don't know are we gonna get like we could go hard nostalgia because they love that and i'm concerned they're just gonna do like a dumb beer truck thing like you know go back to do the greatest hits of stone cold steve austin and it's like a 15 minute segment like that i wouldn't be surprised if they do but i also don't think i'd be that satisfied by it because it's like yeah i i remember when wrestling was good <laughs> like yeah and, and and again that's the thing do we what works like that that's the so if if the ko show happens in the middle of the show then clearly something got talked off the ledge and there's no big moment other than the traditional stone cold beats you down and has the beer yeah. if it if it ends the night then i think they have a lot to live something. up to yeah. but i also would then trust someone like stone cold who would tell his boss like ain't no way i'm doing this wrong if he's closing the night, they're going to do it right. That's that's yeah. kind of the faith Which, that I put into you know, in both that case, Kevin Owens and hoping, Stone Cold. Yeah, in that case, I'm hoping that it ends the night because, like, otherwise, it's Ronda wins the title and I don't care. Right, and that's like, the thing. I, I don't think most people care because if you watch the Ronda Rousey segment from this past Friday, again, like, I can't sit. She and doesn't even care. Anymore. It's so transparent that she just does not care. And like, you know, everyone's passing around her silly, like she, she, you think you're the, you're the me of WWE. And it's like, Rhonda, you're not even the you of UFC. Like Nunez beat you at this point. Like she is now the, the figurehead and she lost and she still has that kind of like clout. Whereas you lost and then you pissed off. Like Rousey comes to the ring and she's just like, I've been breaking out since I was 14 years old. Yeah. I've been doing all these things. Oh my God. I'm shaking in my boots. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, and I'm here in Brooklyn tonight, and I'm going to beat your ass, Charlotte Flair. So Charlotte Flair, come out so that I can beat you up like I've done every other week. And the entire and so I spoke to Drew, who does hits and misses with me. Drew went to SmackDown this week, and he was like, I couldn't hear shit during that Ronda Rousey promo because she's too busy talking like she's a friggin' librarian telling the entire crowd to stop, you know, to, to shoosh. And I'm not talking the good way. Shoosh. I don't I, I every time I hear them talk, I grow less interested in the match they're going to have. <laughs> and when they I see them rel- fight, I see them fight and I'm just like, okay, this could be fun. But like Yeah, I but don't they, they see did them that they did that like once where they did like one interesting thing that their packages every week now have leaned on so heavily for what looked like very uninteresting, two very uninteresting back bumps where like one of them's thrown into the plywood. Oh my God, not the plywood. Uh, and then one of them is like flipped onto the hood of the car and it's like, Oh no, some, some, some fiberglass with an ass load of give like, and then ever since then it's been the ta- the, the tap out thing which is based on falsehoods like it's all just this like mythology that isn't true the quadrennial nonsense and it's Thank just you. like i don't care i just don't care and like charlotte's fine there are it's lots funny. of wrestlers in this company who could be wrestling charlotte flair and it would be an excellent mania main event but instead we have ronda rousey so once upon a time, they released this like Brock Lesnar training in the woods video that a lot of people still remember. And it was really cool because it was Brock Lesnar training in the woods looking like a badass. And then they recently released the Roman Reigns in the gym segment. And this was a, a, done on digital. And it was really, again, really well done. He's he, It's all in red lights. And Roman Reigns is like, you know, everyone acknowledges me, but the gym doesn't acknowledge me. And I loved it. It was such, yeah, yeah. it's so cheesy. Wait, don't care, so baby. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of bro, but it was really good. It's, it's and a bro. That, it's a bromo. I've heard many times from course, wrestlers yeah. and non-wrestlers alike. Exactly. The bro don't, the gym don't care. But yeah. what I, but then they released this past week, a Ronda Rousey training with, uh, what's her face? Shayna Baszler in the ring in the middle of Rhonda's compound because there's no way I can't ex- it's not a home it's not a farm it's compound like it's, it's like an almost ranch it's like what it's what Brock has which is it's like not a ranch it's a compound <laughs> like yeah. it's, oh, it looks like cows. it's sheet metal yeah, it's <laughs> yeah it looks like it's a sheet metal anyway it, it's a police incident away from being a compound so anyway you've got Shayna and and uh Rhonda talking about the ankle lock and how she's going to win with the ankle lock. And then the end of the segment is Shayna being like, if there's one thing I know, it's that Charlotte Flair's toolbox is not as deep as Ronda Rousey's. And I'm like, the fuck it is? 
Like Ronda Rousey has a very ha, she didn't have a deep toolbox in MMA. Like I keep going back to, like you. the stuff she's leaning on is like she dominated with the arm bar, and then once people kind of got over that, they just kicked her in the head, and that was it. Like my God, <laughs> Dan Lambert with Ronda would be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please give me that. Have Ronda try and play pretend that she's like a a, a feminist icon with him <laughs> at her side because that's kind of what she is like. Uh, and this is so I see in the chat like bring up the Prime Target videos that NXT did. This is kind of like Prime Target without doing like a direct comparison between each wrestler having their feud. This is this is a good promo package for most, but like this particular one, I I implore you, go check it out, scrub through it. It was just not good. And like I like Shayna Baszler. I understand the history there. They don't really get into the history of Shayna and Ronda being housemates, being friends, being like basically sta stable mates, quote unquote. Uh, they don't even get into that. They just say, my friend, Shayna Baszler. And it's like, that's it. Just her friend. Like, come on, give me something more. That's all I it's, want. I, and like part of that, part of the not getting into the history thing is just because one, it it evokes the the four horse women stuff, which, you know, two of four gone now. Um, sure. And it's it's this thing that WWE has leaned into really, really hard in the last few years in that nobody's bigger than the brand. Like I see people asking questions like who's the face of WWE? And it's like WWE wants you to not have a, an answer to that. Like the, the face is the logo. Yeah. Like they, they really want the brand to reign supreme over everyone else. Cause you know, the workers are impermanent and you know, like are replaced often and like out of necessity will be replaced. Like everyone gets older, everyone retires like that. It's, it's a thing. So I get why they're doing it, but it also, in their fear of losing people to Hollywood, like Rock and Cena, like it, it, it's doing some weird things to their to their approach. Yeah, like I'm seeing in the chat, what if Shayna betrayed Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania? Well, the problem with that is they've made absolutely no links to Shayna and Ronda. Yeah, like every TV. Like, so look, there is there are much better stories that you're all writing for yourselves, but Shayna Baszler has no like she is not featured. She is not a star in WWE in anyone who's putting together these packages yet. Like they she's have the to hit. Heat she's her up. She's she's a hitman. She's right gun now, for she, hire. Like, yeah, she's a gun for hire for Natty. And now her and Natty are gonna go on and not win the tag title. Or if they win those tag titles, holy shit, they better do something. They won't, but they should do something ridiculous with those two. But but again, we know how the tag titles get get uh, tossed around. This is again, I, and I've, I've said this a hundred times. This is how the tag title division for the women is in WWE: thrown together tag team, series of single matches against the champions. Then they do the tag match for the titles, or they do a non-title tag match where the, the the thrown together tag team wins, and then they finally do the tag title match where the thrown together tag team wins, and then there's dissension between the old tag team champions. They split up and they feud. Meanwhile, the tag team champions go up against the next thrown together women's tag team. They do the same cycle again. They break up and then they start a feud. So Natty versus Shayna in a feud, sure that heats up someone down the line, but you're still looking maybe three months, four months. Yeah. So SummerSlam, and that's not going to get you to a women's championship match. That's just going to get you to a ridiculous go around between Shayna and, uh, and, and Natty. Yeah. And that's every now and again, division. every now and again, you'll get the Reggie of it all, but that's about it. Like you're not, there's God not a whole lot happening within them. Like look at the current women's champions for another example. Like the story is they're going to lose a mania. The question is to who kind of, um, but like, that that massive slap on raw that wasn't even really addressed like the commentary on smackdown was just like i guess they've buried the hatchet it's like no they just needed something for the promo package they're going to air to tell you that they're going to lose before the match and then that's it then we'll move on to someone else and we'll repeat that same thing. it'll probably be sasha and naomi who will go through all of the, exactly what you just described eventually break up and then it's the two of them for what that's three months of program of low mid card programming that features a couple of women that they don't want to cut loose but like don't know what to do with and i'm seeing in the chat people saying you know put xia Lee and Aaliyah in a tag in the tag match sure. put them in a, 
Here's a better idea. Make the women's tag match. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. A, a, a single tag match. 1v1. And then put all the extra women that you're not throwing together into a tag team into the women's WrestleMania battle Royal and then build one woman out of that stupid battle Royal. And now we can suddenly have maybe a little bit more coming out of this. It feels like we're not even using the, the, the very like easy battle Royal to begin building someone anymore because we're throwing it on the random SmackDown before WrestleMania. But you know, who's going to win that battle Royal. Mad Cat Moss. You got it. <laughs> like, it's obvious. He's being tough. They're starting the Corbin break already. Like, you can see it's being, it's being projected. Like, <laughs> from the top of free. his head, from yeah. the top of his head to an intercontinental championship win. And now, now it used to be a meme. Now it's going to look at this. Look at the trajectory we're on. Madcap winning. The, the 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 battle royal the armbar and then he's going to challenge ricochet for the intercontinental championship because on friday this past friday they did ricochet versus angel garza and then umberto Carrillo, and then that was stupid and now it's oh all just God. a simple threat where the big question between ricochet and the umberto Carrillo and angel garza is can they coexist i'm not going to do the yelling but instead it's going to be ricochet wins he's going to win via roll-up and then it's going to be Ricochet versus Mad Cat Moss for the Intercontinental Championship. And Mad Cat Moss is going to win the Intercontinental Championship. I, it, it's so, it seems so plausible now that it's just like, yeah, I think, I think that's going to happen. We should like, you know, get, screw it. Give him a breakdancing gimmick. He can slide on his forehead whenever he wants. Like, <laughs> just do something. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. And, and look, oh, I want to call We all know something. what's going on, Tim. Yeah, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. <laughs> that made him. That did. They saw how tough Vince he was. was like, oh my God, he's got an unbreakable neck. Give him the title. Oh, he's a man who can never get hurt. Everyone else gets hurt. Not him. Kind of sounded like Nixon. Um, <laughs> uh, the, oh, there was one thing in that, that atrocity that was Ricochet uh, being degraded. Um, when they did the kiss cam, there was like, you know, the wrestler lady was there. Layla Gray, the by the way, who was, yeah, on, yeah. was on Dark recently. Um, there, there was this guy behind like i don't care but like it's always some very attractive young wrestler who who's taking the kiss at this point and then there's just look at the dudes around it because it's always way more interesting than the kiss game there was this guy who just looked stoned out of his gourd like (laughs) like just and i think you know probably there with his kid or whatever in the front row but just like (laughs) very funny i love the crowds at wwe Oh, audio folks, you might want to go to like 35 minutes and watch Oh my God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, he makes a stupid stone horny guy face. There you go. So good. You know what? One week, the whole build to this, the stupid kiss cam is something, they don't even know that this is the build, but like the payoff here is going to be when like somebody, who's, who's a doofus on the SmackDown side of things? Who's like the most doofus wrestler other than Madcap? I've been informed Drew Gulak is on SmackDown, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep throwing Drew Gulak out for whatever. Sure, why not? He needs it. It's gonna be there's gonna be someone in the middle of this feud. It should be Ricochet. If this feud lasted longer than than this coming Friday, then it should be they do the kiss cam, and because they don't look at who they're kissing, they kiss Ricochet. Yeah, that would be a great. Bet. And then Ricochet just beats them both, and then that's how they do it. Or the they triumphant return of Adam Cole three years from now. Bay Bay, let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's gonna be fun. Mad Cat Mossum. Anyway, what yeah. uh, what the hell else happened on SmackDown that's worth talking about at this point? Uh, Sammy, wait, was that Raw or SmackDown? 
Sammy's on SmackDown. He did a he cut a promo. I don't remember. So he cut a promo where he, he again foretold what is going to happen in in that match. Lots of zany jackass gimmicks. That's fun. People I'm gonna go flying. That. Gonna enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else happened? Uh. Baron Corbin and yeah, we already talked that. Oh, they did the four way. They did uh, Ripley, Banks, Zelina, oh, yeah. and Shayna. It was fine. Again, it was mm-hmm. fine. Uh, Banks won. They did the double bank statement uh, thing. That was cool. It's a good match. Go out and watch it. But yeah, uh, yeah. it really had no nothing going on. And then of course Brock opens the show and he does the whole like <gasps> this. The best part of the show. I'm forgetting. Hey, the opening. Yes, the when the, the way opening. They it yeah, the nothing end, not else. So the, the opening. Just the opening. Just, just specifically, just him grabbing grapes, individual grapes, like a psychopath, and then just like cowboy booting his heels through a coffee table. Enjoyed that. Yeah. So there was some some funny moments, but the payoff at the end of the night, you can only do so much car oh, that destruction. Wasn't interesting. Yeah, that was not interesting. Yeah. Part. Before I was it's like, not. oh, he's coming through the crowd. Oh, he's standing on the table. Oh, he's beating up the wrestlers who are yeah. posing as security. Um, I I I don't want to go too far in NXT. Because it was a real, it was just, it's a good show. And I just want yeah. to point out that, like, for those of y'all who are still thinking the 2.0 is this, like, awful thing that people clown on all the time, like, it's, it, they're, they're, they're starting to get some stuff over. They're starting to get some stories going. And these wrestlers are, are starting to pick up steam in their own way. I think it's worth checking out an episode. Don't go in thinking this is serious wrestling because, goddamn, no, it's never going to be that way. But it's entertaining stuff. I prefer the in ring on NXT over anything on SmackDown or Raw. It's also very quick. Like yeah, a lot of these matches I, are under five to ten minutes. I kind of prefer for WWE style. Like I don't, I don't mind it. And they're featuring people I haven't seen a million times doing the yeah. same moves in like a largely bland way. Like you know, I, uh, what was another SmackDown match? It was the uh, Shinsuke versus um, one of the Usos, Jimmy Uso. Yeah, and it's just like okay, like I don't care. Like I like both yeah. of these guys, but like I only care about their pay per view matches because everything that happens on the TV show leading up is just the same kind of dance and them being extremely careful so they can make it to the pay-per-view match, which is like, you know, I, I get it. I'm not really criticizing it. It's just, I don't care week to week. Whereas NXT, like there's, there's less at stake and there's more people trying to prove themselves. So it's, it's exciting. It's like going to an indie show where like exciting things happen. Even if they only have five minutes, they're trying to make the most of that five minutes. And again, like what you like, I'm not going to stop anyone from from not watching. I'm just going to I'm going to ask that, like, give it a shot, because if you go into it wanting to have like a good party atmosphere type of wrestling show with newer wrestlers that maybe the characters are something you like, maybe they're not, whatever it is. Like there are some superstars on the brand, like Ace is pointing out. Carmelo Hayes is great. Ron Breaker, you hear about all the time. Uh, You've got great Gunter. You know, I don't give a shit about the whole Walter name change thing, but like. This week was a return to form for Gunter. This Very was good. this chopping the shit out of Duke Hudson. I I don't love the Duke Hudson, Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada, and Dexter storyline. Stupid as all hell, couple. but it's but here's the at least it's interesting compared to like what you know. It's got it's the soap opera city. garbage. Yeah, it's got the soap opera garbage that I really really love and kind of miss from WWE. Yeah. So like I don't mind NXT for that. Um, you know, you got Tony D'Angelo, who's, who's hey. delightful. Like, I, I I enjoy it. Uh, the rebrand makes sense. Like, I get that it is uh like I get what people were into before, but it's also as a guy who's a big rock and metal fan, it's not uh it's not really the mainstream no more. No leather uh, daddy NXT for Tim. It's not a good selling point when you're trying to market to a younger audience and continue this at all and again this serves the wwe the actual wwe brand a lot better and it feeds people into that system a lot better i think so i think you'll see better success with the people being brought up in this version of nxt versus you know the disappointment that you saw time and time again from people being brought from leather daddy to child-friendly main roster and again coming out of of aw's last pay-per-view Tony Khan was asked about uh, about like the Ring of Honor acquisition and using it as a developmental territory. And Tony kind of alluded to the fact he was he asked the question to the to the audience, which NXT did you like better? They all said 1.0. And that's because a, a lot of what came out of NXT 1.0, those wrestlers are now part of AEW. They fit AEW. They're former Ring of Honor stars. They do. They have a different feel as wrestlers. They're not the sports entertainment WWE style guys and girls 
that people, you know, gravitated towards in NXT. 2.0 is much more suited towards WWE's vision of whatever wrestling is in their mind or sports entertainment. It makes sense. It's fine. I'd rather the focuses be better streamlined on both sides because now Ring of Honor is what what Tony Khan is seeing as what NXT 1.0 should have been. And that's and fine. And it can be. Yeah. Here, here's my take on that is like, look, there is still a market for that because like when I'm saying the main, like there is not, it's not really the mainstream, like the concept mainstream is kind of dead. Everything is segmented now because it, internet fandoms can, everyone can just kind of portion them off into wherever they want to go. So like that audience, I think there still is a sizable audience for it. The problem for WWE is that it is just smaller. Like it is smaller. That is not a problem for AEW because there's still lots of fans and there's still lots of money to be made. But WWE is the biggest with, you know, shareholders. So they yep. need to target the biggest audience, which is children. So they're going to go that way. Uh, and that's it's, it's unavoidable. It makes sense for them. AEW can fill the gap. And I think they're going to do a great job of it. And I think if they can use Ring of Honor and make it into Leather Daddy Ring of Honor, which it always kind of seemed to be for me anyway, you might as well maybe just get rid of the guy who who speaks in tongues. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's done with the company. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Ring of Honor, by the way, this Friday is Supercard of Honor. Myself, Steven Jensen, and I think a little later, Kate, uh, Kate Miss Kate Babe, we're going to be doing the post show on the main Fightful channel for uh the supercard of honor the rebranding of ring of honor and of course fightful's own denise salcedo is going to be there as well so clearly fightful is taking over ring of honor we are getting paid by tony khan that is how it works i'm sorry but uh tim you don't get any cut of that money anyway whatever i make more cut. than all y'all <laughs> so it's true and it's frustrating that's why when is, donate when super is, um... chats when, when is, is uh when is that show supercard is friday night so i'm not watching smackdown live Okay, I might watch that instead. I will watch Supercard. There you go. You can fill me in on what I'm not watching on Supercard. And also that's that's uh that's permitting other circumstances for me. So we'll see. Supercard is going to be fun. Uh so 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 NXT 2.0 the the Dusty Women's Dusty Cup main event, easy for me to say. Good match between Dakota Kai, Wendy Chu and Kaylee Rainey Yoshirai. Finish was not in doubt at least for me. Kaylee no. Rainey Yoshirai winning. However, they turned it on their head when uh, Shirai and Kaylee Ray said, we don't want the tag champions. We want the women's championship. I don't love what they're doing, but from my understanding, there might be an injury at play that forced their hands. They could just say that she's injured. <laughs> like that is, that is a thing you can do. They could, and they, they probably should have, or at least done. Cause this, this just bad. throws like, you can already tell they don't really care about women's tag teams. <laughs> This yes. just throws those titles like right in the dirt. Cause like. It's very strange. I don't know what the, I don't know what to expect coming out of this other than it's going to be, again, it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun four way, but it's all yeah, just a match. crown Cora Jade as the new women's champion. <laughs> That's it. That's fine by me. The, this isn't the best way to do that. In my opinion. Well, she's going to beat all the, uh, the former 1.0 stars. And man, do you think those. they're going to underdog her again? Who? Cora Jade. You think that she's just like the story of the match is going to be her like fighting against all odds because she's petite, I guess, yeah. compared to the rest of them. Not that it, Mandy is large. Like they're all tiny. Just, yeah, but she's also like 21 and the most like under uh, under accomplished of the three. So yeah, I, yeah absolutely. She's going to come out on top. It's going to be shocking. And you know what you do afterwards? You take Raquel Gonzalez. It's going to be Raquel and Cora next. Like for that women's championship, and then Raquel's going to lose, and hopefully then she moves up to wherever she goes. But in, instead, you kick out Mandy Rose from Toxic Attraction, and you make Raquel Gonzalez the new head of Toxic Attraction. No, I don't think that's going to work. I can't buddy. even go there. I don't I'm think. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's a non-workable storyline. But I can see Roxy versus uh, versus Cora Jade as like the next big NXT women's feud and them really pushing those two because they're young. They're already friends, which is cool. I'm looking forward to when they inevitably get to that match. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, that's NXT. I don't think there's much more to talk about there. Let's talk LA about it. Someone said it. It's true. Can't wait. Who? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, really, we only have to talk about the first hour of Dynamite because the second hour was dog shit. 
buddy, what did I watch in that second hour of Dynamite? Buddy. I don't even remember what happened. We'll get there. Let's start off with okay. CM Punk versus Dax Harwood in a Bret Hart appreciation match. Yeah, that's all it was. It was a, it was a love letter to Bret Hart. It was good. It was fine. And you know what? I like that they're still continuing that little feud on Twitter with the Brett loves me more. Yeah, There's some good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Honestly, uh, it's not an inconsequential match. It was just a good solid match where Punk wins. And then he's like, I want the title. But what title does he want? Maybe he wants that TNT title that MJF no, is inevitably going to win. I think so. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's not the AW World Championship he wants because no, it's going to be AW World Championship. <laughs> Tony, man, it's going to be Jericho versus uh, Hangman at Double or First, nothing. yes. And then. And then it's CM Punk versus Hangman. Punk, Punk versus Hangman. Oh, I don't know, man. That, that's the it. hardest part. I don't really want it, but I think we're going there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. but I guess we'll find out soon enough where, where <laughs> we stand. Yeah, I saw that. Godzilla with the joke that I, I almost made. <laughs> she was already at that show, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, live chatters, you know what we're talking about. Either way, good match. Uh, Punk wants a title. He doesn't specify which one. Maybe he wants the, T- the TBS title. Maybe he wants to, to take out <laughs> Jade Cargill. No. Uh, no, no, it's Punk and Page. Maybe he wants the Ring of Honor World Championship, and he's going to challenge Jonathan Gresham down in Ring of Honor. That would be excellent and a good actually way like to debut one. Ring of Honor. They should actually yeah. do that just to kick things off. I think that would get a lot of viewers. I would actually be down with that. Let's do, do that. that. A My bit. God, there <laughs> we go. He's not telling you which title he wants. He's just wanting something. There you go. Uh, and then eight men decide to absolutely wreck themselves for the virtue of television. Staying Darby Allen Hardy's versus the Butcher Blade. Why was Hardy. this like the first hour? <laughs> because Jeff Hardy needed to beat himself up so that he can go to the hospital early. Oh my what God. Get in before the crowds. <laughs> Jeff Hardy from the top. They had the... all the t-shirt boxes under there. He was fine. He so had fun. more than just the t-shirt boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was cool. I mean, can you do this with Jeff every week? Yes. That oh. that bump, yeah. Jeff can do that bump every week. He's fine. I do that bump. I would you do would... that. Bump. <laughs> You're gonna start training at super kick Someone... like our friend Lily. No, I again. I'm over thirty, which to me seems like a terrible time to begin wrestling. I know DDP, but one guy out of <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands is not a good case study. It's always the one guy. It's always because there's one guy. Like GDP it's a terrible time to begin doing. That. I want to walk for the rest of my life. Like anyway, <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So FDR versus gun club is going to happen, uh, I guess next week or in the next couple Which, of weeks. Oh my God, Dax, bless him for trying. <laughs> he like really kind of stumbled over his words. He's like, I'm not going to call you ass boys. I'm going to. And then he like said five different things to eventually say uh, guns, boys, guns, like, boys. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Remember when it was FTR versus the Young Bucks and that was going to start building and now it's not? Yeah. Please give me something. What is going on with FTR? They're in like this weird vortex of, I don't know what's going on. You know what it is? It's those damn AAA tag championships. Mm, It's just sucking them into this cursed Mexican title vortex. They're they're mid face turn, you can tell. And it's just, it's awkward. (laughs) It is. They're trying to nail down Brett. They're just trying yeah, to get yeah. the contract down. Exactly. Brett's like, I don't want to go just to Texas. Stalling for time. Like... Brett's like, uh, the weather in Louisiana is not that great. Texas, uh, it's too many guns. Uh, <laughs> New York is close. Can I debut with the with the Owen Cup? Can I debut there? And Tony's just like, sure, just sign. Please, just sign the paperwork. Please, please. just sign. This. Just sign it's it. like two days <laughs> for a couple months. Either way, uh, okay. Julia Hart. What are we doing with Julia Hart? She was sitting, sitting patiently, sitting impatiently. The rest of us at home being like, are you joining House of Black? What if she's not? What if she's not? That's funny. Fine with that. What what else can you do with woman with one eye? Uh, Maybe she's got a really genius gimmick that she's doing a slow build to. And then she's going on a singles run. What's the gimmick? She's got one eye. I don't know. Is it like lady with bad no no no, no. here's the thing no no, no. it's what it's one eye it's one eye for now you saw oh, no. what the black mist did to penta for some reason it could be literally anything she can just do whatever and use that as a justification so okay i apparently on dark which i don't really watch to be oh honest, my god why is anything happening on dark julia has been winning by cheating so it's the start of something there 
see new gimmick it'd be great if they told us that on uh on the shows yes but of course she's not well. she's not the focal point like the match not was yet. varsity blondes versus moxley and the americans and dragons and bryans and daniels which I don't mind this being slowly kind of put out there. I don't mind her being like a little bit in the background if there's an eventual payoff, as long as they don't lose the thread, which happens all too often. Yeah, exactly. Um, regardless, the, uh, they had a good match. Varsity Blondes got beat the shit out of by very good, very good job getting their ass beat. And of course, William Regal's at ringside, or not ringside, he's on commentary, and he's he's talking about how he started his own grappling society. And there's like four different name changes that we get throughout the show for this 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 company or this uh this uh group. So now they're called the what do they call the Blackpool um combat club. Combat the Blackpool club. Combat Club. BCC. And I was like, why not the Blackpool Beatdown Club? <laughs> No, <laughs> why not? No, it worked with the other guys. I think BCC is better. I prefer the B. Oh, we can't do. Mm. Yeah, I know that's the bit. Um, people are just gonna be like, uh, he doesn't search care. engine no, opt- optimization, sir. <laughs> well, I like. I think the beatdown club would have been better. Uh, yeah. But it was. Yeah, why not the William Regal Appreciation Society? Oh my god, we already got one of those, but for a different guy. Oh, my bad. Uh, either way, it's fun. It's good. Shout uh, out to Menard looking like a lunatic. <laughs> he's like, really good at it, too. Matt Menard. Yeah, he's just insane. Uh, I, 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 The Wardlow MJF promo was good. Please just go watch it. Wardlow getting restrained by 15 guys and not beating them up was, was good. Little little yeah. hints of storytelling. Yeah. I like it. I don't really care about Jay Lethal versus Adam Cole, Bay Bay. But sure Adam didn't Cole care about that. Yeah. <laughs> And then he stole Adam Cole steals the AEW championship again, which is the size of his entire torso. I feel so bad because I like Adam I mean, Cole. Me too. I love Adam Cole, but I don't need another like title gremlin. Like he's just running around grabbing titles and be like, "Hey, my precious!" And like, what? We did this. You're a three year old company. We already did this storyline. Why are we recycling this? Like, I forgot about that. Who did that? Uh, they took it from uh, Moxley, and I can't remember who it was. It was was it Jericho? No, it was MJF. It was, it was, was it MJF. MJF title? Yeah. I don't know. It was MJF or Jericho. Someone will tell us, but it's not that long ago. <laughs> like... My God. Anyway, uh, Hangman has his title stolen, and then on Rampage, uh, Adam Cole Bebe comes and steals the tag team titles from Jurassic Express, who had come out to save their friends in Dark Order after Red Dragon beat that. It was a whole shamas. na 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 that's that's what I get from this. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, Jay Lethal and Cole had a good match because they've performed in Ring of Honor a hundred times. Yeah, and then exactly. we get to the crossover. <sighs> oh, this is when all the women come out. This is the, they. This is the do quarter all of all the, the women, women stuff yes. where everything gets sad. <clears throat> Taikachi and Sammy Guevara have sex. Did you know that, Tim? D- uh, yep. They have yep. sex. They're, they're they pretty vocal about it. Sex. They have a lot of sex. I don't know if you know this, Chad, but Ty, Conchie, and Sammy Guevara have sex. I don't need to hear people say, well, people got into their personal life, so they decided to troll them on it. I don't care. I don't also put it on don't my TV. care. Like, I don't Keep it to the socials crap. where I can block you and mute you and just be like, this is dumb. Don't put it on TV where I have to sit through it potentially for 15 minutes. It's I like childish. Like, it's so dumb. It's like, hey, you kissed the thing that part of my body touched. Like, shut yeah. up. Shut it's up. It's not good. This is not funny or interesting. It's literally a joke that like 12 year olds make. Like, which, like, I don't know. Sammy and Tay don't seem that interesting. <laughs> like, I mute, I, I don't have them on socials because I find them boring. Like, <laughs> and so far they're in ring. Like, Sammy's amazing at wrestling. His one like personality trait is he holds up stupid cue cards. Like I don't do something to make me care about you. Cause like, and Tay just comes out and represents Brazil all the time. And it's like, well, okay. Lots of people are from Brazil. It's like the most populous country in South America. What, I don't, that's not interesting. That's not a personality trait. Um, <laughs> Mike, I think in the few next few days, we might find out that this wasn't a TK idea. I know this is definitely Sammy. I have that feeling that we're going to find out this was not a TK idea. It was not good. The, the Dan Lambert promo is what oh, it is. like again, Dan Lambert's so one note. And like, I really enjoyed him at first. Like, I know everyone's hated him. Like, I get that he gets the heat. I, I enjoy him getting the heat. 
I would like him to do so without constantly calling people whores. Like, yes, it is so dumb. Like, yeah. And like, I don't mind if you do it now and again, if it makes sense, it just hasn't made a damn bit of sense. It's just him calling every woman a whore, which is like messed up. Yeah. I just, it's funny because I'm looking at um, the AEW results page for this stuff. Cause I normally, uh, uh, peek behind the curtain when we're talking about AEW stuff, I normally look at the direct results from all elite wrestling.com because it, it, they, they tend to do their recaps really well. And also they put the important stuff in their results. Yeah. They have this much about the Sammy Ty and Dan Lambert thing. And that says a lot because normally promos, they'll put like almost the entire promo verbatim in their results page. They they have nothing here. Like the only thing that I'm like, the only way that Dan Lambert can continue to do this in a way that makes narrative sense where he's just a misogynist is if a woman eventually beats the living piss out of him. But like, I don't think that's happening. I think this is just his stupid, crappy character. So yeah, I'm, 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 I've lost patience with it tired of seeing it every week either way uh they do this whole thing where we're leaving living rent free inside dan lambert's head because we splooged on the title or something it was just not yeah. good not good it's like okay and then we did a rematch from from uh rampage they did red velvet versus legit layla hirsch again uh match was fine match was good i like that they did the whole like two uh ring posts or ring ring turnbuckles turnbuckles they just shove one in the pants and the other one you know they, they yeah. had a good way of telling that story it was good the match was fine but like i just I, we beat hirsch twice now we're giving her the win back against the person she lost against on rampage why do we do this match twice like what it was this weird cycle that just keeps repeating itself and needs to end and then they bring out thunder rosa yeah and then Nick, Vicky and Thunder Rosa have a very bad promo that ends in Nyla Rose getting her quarterly push where Nyla Rose is the first. Every single time she title. gets first dibs to lose. And it's just like, okay. Was not good. I get that yeah. this was mostly a filler episode of AEW. It felt like a mostly filler episode. That's Minus fine. that first Those... hour, which felt amazing. And then but, I was like, oh. Yeah. But largely inconsequential. In the grand yeah. scheme of things, nothing meant anything in terms of setting up a storyline and setting up a thing. There was just nothing um, nothing of consequence happening. And this was the first thing of consequence to really happen. Well, maybe other things. But this was one of the major things of consequence to happen on the show. And it was not good. Nyla Rose, We've uh, people have talked this to death. Nyla Rose can do her own thing and be very successful, and that's fine. That's it. I don't know if you have anything to add about the promo. No, it was bad. It was very bad. Uh, Very questionable. What the hell, Vicky? But whatever. You you said what you said. And then Nyla Rose cut a promo on socials that made it on Rampage, which was so much better (laughs) and should have been the play the entire time. Yeah. But again, also, it should just be somebody else. You know what you do? Since people are now talking about it and TK tends to just listen exclusively to the internet folk, now that everyone's saying get Vicky away from Nyla, Nyla loses this championship match against Thunder Rosa and then she said, Vicky, we're done here. And yeah, powerbombs Vicky it for Vicky Guerrero. Yeah, and I think it has meaning, which is at least we might get that out of it. Do the match at Battle of the Belts. The, the Battle of the Belts is in like oh, two weeks. Yeah. You can build to a quick title match. The, 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 the match is not in doubt as to who's going to win. The outcome is very, very clear. And then just have Nyla split off from Vicky and start something else. Yep. I think that's pretty simple. And then send Nyla down to Ring of Honor to challenge for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Do it. Parker uh, Diana Perrazzo currently holds that title. And I don't know for how much longer. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be great. Yeah. Diana Perrazzo versus Nyla Rose would be something else to watch. I'm down with that. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We're booking the they, hell out of Ring of Honor. <laughs> seriously. We. <laughs> TK, give us the book. We got this. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, the Jassholes take on Dark Order. Good tag match. It's fun. It's good. Like it. Like I don't it have all. much to add to it, do you? No. Loving it. John Silver continues to do the Cesaro hot tag where he yeah. goes and beats everyone up and then goes outside and beats everyone up. And then everyone's happy and everyone's excited and thinks John Silver is the best. And he is. He's great. And then he, and then they lose. And it's great. And then they lose, which is very Cesaro-like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I love it. <laughs> good uh is there anything else from from uh dynamite you want to talk about 
How did it end? I remember the end being very forgettable. It was that Jericho, match. It was the Jericho, yeah, Jericho appreciation. Appreciation yeah. Weird spot for that. Weird. Should have swapped that in the eight, man. But whatever. Either way, uh, let's get to Rampage real quick. Really, the, real the quick. hot things included a certificate of accomplishment being given from QT Marshall to Hook, where, by the way, um, you guys should join our Discord and give Tim and I a certificate of accomplishment. You owe us that much. Yes, you, you people owe us that much. You if you're not going to give us all your super chats, then you may as well give us a certificate of accomplishment in the Discord. There's a link in the description of the YouTube video. Anyway, uh, Aaron Solo goes through it and Hook then gets attempted cursings by Danhausen and Danhausen is very upset when Hook does not feel cursed. Poor Danhausen. Danathanhausen. That's right. Uh, Lance Archer versus Dustin Rhodes was a really good match, by the way. Go out of your way to watch it. Good little hoss fight. These two guys being the shit out of each other. Uh, and Dustin Rhodes apparently busted his eardrum, which sucks. Ugh. That's not fun, but it's good stuff. And what else? We talked to Red Dragon, whatever. Um, Starks and Swerve was really, really good. Uh, Excellent. Again, worth going out of your way to watch. Now we're just kind of motoring through it. Because again, when it comes to the wrestling stuff, it's cool. It's good. It's it, There's some good wrestling on this. And this Starks versus Swerve match was good. And then what came afterwards was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keith Lee comes out. It's a whole thing. It's great. Yeah. Keith Lee and Swerve taking on Starks and Hobbs. That's the play next. And Excellent. then eventually we do Hobbs versus Keith Lee. And that's going to be fun. I think people will enjoy that. And maybe Swerve turns on Keith Lee and they start a Swerve versus Lee program. That's fine with me, too. You can get there. Also excellent. Give me some, give me some reasons, and then we'll get there. Uh, and then finally, they announced that the Owen tournament is going to start soon. They're going to do some uh, qualifying matches, including this Wednesday on Dynamite. The Bunny's going to take on a new signee. Tim, who the hell's coming into this company again? Exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a woman wrestler. This is a woman. Yes. Wow, uh, the many options they have. So many there, options. People are saying not that they. Storm. They also have. Plenty of people sign now who aren't on TV. So <laughs> I think someone said one in six are that that's the division of roster, like one woman for every six men. Yeah, that actually seems not terrible. And like, put them on TV. <laughs> uh, Tony, Tony Storm's on the list. Athena, the former Ember Moon is on yeah. the list. Uh, people have said Trisha Dora, who is a very well-known uh, women's uh, indie wrestler. Um, man, make a Jody threat. Sorry, I'm biased. I'm Canadian. Who I just saw her C4 clips from Ottawa. Wild stuff. She's wild. I love that woman. She's so good at her job. Uh, I who else could it be? Molly Holly. No, she's a producer. No, no it's, it's Trish Stratus. No, she's doing no. stuff. Who could it be? Is there I, I, else I really think it's either Trish or uh, Athena or Tony. One of those three. I, I see Mia. Yim Ooh, in the Mia chat. I don't Yim. know about Mia. There is that possibility, but me is a possibility because her husband's working there too. So the, it would be easy for them to kind of work together, I guess, in that way. A uh, lot of options. We'll see. It could be someone that's completely off the radar. It could be Deanna Perrazzo. It's probably not Deanna Perrazzo. No. Uh, who knows? Catalina Garcia. That's right. Uh, there are a lot of people out there. We'll see on Wednesday. Until then, Tim, we got to get out of here. We should go home. Where can the kids find you on the internet? They can find me at Tim Stone P, T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter. It's Tim and Joel Call in the Ring. That's the show. We didn't actually talk about it this week. This was WrestleMania, Tim and Joel Call in the Ring, because next week is WrestleMania. Next week will have been, we will be recapping night one, I guess. How the hell, man? That's so weird. Also, oh, we forgot to mention that Xavier Woods' return thoroughly ruined on SmackDown. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam Irvin, the ring announcer, just completely gave it away, and that was it. Uh, Willow is another good shout, by the way, for women who could be coming in on mm. Wednesday. Uh, Actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. It's Fightful Overbook. Go ahead, subscribe to us here. Join our Discord. It is in the link of the video. I can't tell you how much that's going to be fun for everyone. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Thumbs up. Cheers. Bye, Zs. <laughs>